Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today. We continue going through Revelation 16. Uh, looking at the bowls, we saw in the last episode that a voice had spoke a loud voice in the temple and told the seven angels that had the seven bowls of God's wrath to go and begin to pour those bowls out. And the first angel did so. And uh, the loathsome and malignant sore arose on all the people who had taken the mark of the beast and all the people who had worshipped his image. Then the second angel poured out his bow. And it became like the blood of a dead man, and every living thing in the sea died. And then the third angel poured out its bowl, and uh, all the rivers and springs of water, in other words, all fresh water, became like blood. And we saw why this occurred, and uh, the angel of the waters told us why. Uh, the angel of the waters declared that God was righteous, that he's holy, that he had judged these things. And the reason he judged this way was because Man had poured out the blood of saints and prophets. So God was giving them blood to uh, drink. He says, you deserve it. And so now we're in verse 8. The fourth angel pours out his bow. So the fourth angel poured out his bow upon the earth. And it was given to it to scorch men with fire. Men were scorched with fierce heat, and they blasphemed the name of God, who has the power over these plagues, and they did not repent so as to give him glory. So this fourth angel pours out his bowl upon the sun, not upon the earth. And then the sun was given the power to scorch men with fire. Now think about that. I mean, a lot of us, our minds default back to position. Well, how does that happen within the understanding that we have within the natural? Well, we can even understand that within the natural of how the sun would be able to do that. Uh, you know, whether a solar flare comes up is probably far more than that. Uh, whether it's the type of thing where the sun goes uh, supernova, which we know that occurs, whatever it may be, men are scorched with fierce heat. And, and that idea of scorched, that, that's more than just thinking, well, it's a hot day and the temperature is 110. Okay, these are, it says scorched with fire, and it says scorched twice like this. And so they're getting roasted here. And they're blaspheming God. That's what's amazing to me about this passage, is that they're blaspheming the name of the Lord, the name of God. And God is the one who has power over these plagues. And then the last part of verse 9 is really intriguing. So they blasphemed the name of God who has the power over these plagues, and they did not repent so as to give him glory. And the reason I think I'm sort of intrigued by that, you know, when I was growing up, the way I was raised, uh, I thought I knew a lot about some things, and it was more not because I was taught a particular kind of way. We just assumed certain things, and nobody ever really checked things out. That's the honest truth. Nobody really looked in the Scripture to see what it says which, just a parenthetical thought here, is rampantly prevalent today. Okay, uh, churches will use the scripture passages. Teachers, preachers will use a passage. But more often than not, it's just a pretext to leap off and go where they want to. Rarely do they ever meditate upon it and think about it and examine it and teach 
the truth of the Lord. Okay, rarely do they ever do that. And it's just, it's probably my biggest pet peeve at the moment is to hear that abuse of the people of the Lord and that abuse of the Word of God because uh, people simply will not sit down and just share what the Word is saying. Just what does it mean? It's very simple, you know? But they won't do that. They think they have to get twice too cute. They think they have to be relevant. They think they have to be attractive. They think they have to make it a certain kind of way where people can understand the Word. And what's really being communicated is, oh, well, this is too hard for you to understand, but I understand it, so let me see if I can explain it to you. And that type of hypocrisy and arrogance and hubris, uh, just it's a stench in the nostril of God, okay? He despises that type of stuff. And so anyway, uh, sort of growing up with some things like that, I always thought that by the time you got to this point right here, that it's too late and nobody would be able to repent, but it says here, they did not repent so as to give him glory. So is, could re, is, is repentance to be had? What God is saying is that his wrath is being poured forth, and rather than them falling on their faces and repenting and crying out for help, they're not even doing that. They're blaspheming the name of God. and the vernacular of the day, they're doubling down on their sins. And so the fourth angel pours out, his bowl upon the sun, it scorches mankind. The fifth angel, verse 10. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom became darkened. And it, I'll stop right here. The fifth angel, his bowl is upon the throne of the beast. So the first three bowls upon the earth. Kills everything in the sea. Uh, all of the seas are blood. All the fresh water is blood. The fourth angel pours out his bowl upon the sun. The sun erupts and scorches, scorches mankind. Now the fifth angel pours forth his bowl on the actual throne of the beast. And the kingdom of the beast becomes darkened. Now watch how they respond. And they gnawed their tongues because of pain. Well, what kind of pain would be the gnawing of the tongues? Well, I think it goes back to the scorching of the fourth angel. And this is another reason I think that these uh, these events happen very rapidly in succession. Uh, as I said uh, in the last episode, probably over a 25-day period or so that these things happen. And they are in such pain. And, and we know, we've seen in news accounts and things like that, the horror of uh, dying with burns. We just had a late two ladies here locally that lost their lives in that way in a house fire. And, and one of them died immediately, the other some three or four days later. And just the horror that it's gone through. And that's what's happening right here. They're gnawing their tongues because of the pain. So what's their response? <laughs> we'll take a wild guess. Verse 11. And they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores. And they did not repent of their deeds. Well, there, that gives us some insight, okay? It gives us some understanding of what was going on because they had these uh, blasphemous sores. Remember from the first uh, bowl that was poured out? The first bowl that had loathsome and malignant sore. So they've still got those sores. That's another reason I'm thinking that this happens quickly. And then they're scorched by the sun with the fifth angel. Now the kingdom becomes dark because the uh, fifth bowl is poured out upon the throne of the beast. Idea being that all of his power is lost. 
And what's the response of the people of God, of people on the earth? They blaspheme the God of heaven. It's interesting because it says they blaspheme the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores. I think this goes beyond the the usual flippant blaspheme of God that we see when someone doesn't know the Lord and they're just using the Lord's name in vain, that type of thing. I think this is showing that they know that it's the most high God of heaven. They know that he's the source of their pains and their sores. How do they know? Because remember what we saw back in Revelation 6 with the opening of the sixth seal when the Trump, uh, when the church is raptured and the people that are on earth, they look and they can see into glory and they see he who sits on the throne and they're crying out to the rocks to fall upon them, the mountains to hide them, to keep them from the one who sits on the throne and the lamb who sits at his right hand and the wrath of God about to come. They had literally seen the throne of glory, and yet they still blaspheme God, yet they still do not repent of their deeds. It said that at the end of verse 11, they did not repent. It said it at the end of verse 9, that they did not repent. The Lord truly desires for man to repent, to be brought into his kingdom. But we see here that the hardness of heart, the hardness of heart of man will lead many into the lake of fire. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.